0: BET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness, it's heating up and all you gotta do is subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Win yourself some money. It's awesome, baby! Drivers! Start your out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, I- improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Kurt Busch, always a way with the words that, man. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know him. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are set for our Xfinity... I got it right this time. Uh, Race preview for the Allsco Uniforms 300 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Sin City welcomes all three series this weekend. If you haven't checked out already the Truck Series episode, go back in the feed, find it, go back on YouTube and find it as well. So thank you all you guys who've been watching on YouTube. Uh, Been having a great time having you guys watch me um, and my bright white wall and and doing all this great stuff. So Cody, it's racing weekend, baby.
1: It is. God, we just we just got done recording an episode of the F1 Gambling Podcast, so make sure you go and subscribe to that. We took the off-season off over there. Not so much for NASCAR. There's a lot more that happens in the NASCAR off-season. So we've been here the whole time, but brought that show back. That was fun. That was good. F1 is back. IndyCar is back. All three NASCAR series in action this weekend. We've got a lot of betting on motorsports, and I couldn't be more happy about it.
0: I'm telling you guys, listen, if you are DGENs, which if you're listening to this show, if you're subscribed to this network, if you even heard of this network, then you're more of a DGEN than most people out there. Uh, You can't get enough. And so you're absolutely right, Cody. We've got the F1 Gambling Podcast that's out there right now. Go check that out in the same feed uh, as you can find all the other shows in the SGPN or find it on its own in the Spotify uh, world out there too. And then of course, you know, go back and listen to the trucks. We got Xfinity. We'll have cup series tomorrow. Just so much racing to bet on. Um hopefully your pocketbook can handle it because we're going to give it to you and we're going to give it to you hot and heavy, right?
1: Yeah, well, with all the winners you're going to get I think your pocketbook will be fine, Rob.
0: I think you're going to build up such a nice, gigantic bankroll by the end of this that uh, you'll be. We always say, right? We want you eating steak by the end of this. So, um, you know, you go to Applebee's, get your favorite steak. Uh, wait, can we say Applebee's? Are we are we bound by any sort of uh, hashtag? Wild-
1: not a sponsor, but. That's- <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag please let us eat good in the neighborhood applebee's that's that's all we're asking for uh but again we go out to the las vegas motor speedway again all three series are in action uh for the alsco uniform 300 the xfinity race will be 200 laps around this mile and a half paved track it is 300 miles in total uh and just uh, again man this xfinity series these guys it's starting to heat up. I mean, I know there's a big lot of big names that are missing right now, but there's still a lot of good stuff going on, and there's actually going to be some cup guys taking advantage of uh, being in the same city, obviously, and uh, they'll be running, not the least of which is, of course, hometown guy Kyle Busch, who will be running in this race, in the truck race, um, probably going to be out there on a tricycle at some point, trying to beat whoever wants to run against him. Uh, but yeah, this is Kyle Busch's track, and he wants to run anything possible that he can uh, this weekend.
1: Yep, absolutely, Kyle Busch, John check. Uh, I think those are the only two Cup guys actually this week. But uh,
0: Tyler Reddick's out there, right?
1: Oh yeah, Tyler Reddick. There Oops. you go. Okay. Anyways, uh, one note too on this uh, on these cars here. So there is a rule in Xfinity series, uh, and this is per Bob Pocras. The rules for Fontana slash Vegas is they must use the same car and engine that they used at Fontana at Las Vegas. The cars were sealed in the haulers after the race, and they get Thursday in Las Vegas to work on them, make repairs, make whatever, rewrap them if they need wraps, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Um, if they have to go to a backup car, obviously there were some accidents some cars that that had issues blew up whatever uh nascar has to approve it and they will have to start at the rear of the field uh so just a note on the cars uh and the fact that we're going to be able to sort of use what happened last week to look forward to this week because they're going to be using the
0: same cars same engines a lot of the mostly the same equipment will be out there how pissed off are you if you're one of those race teams that had a problem and all of a sudden you've got to come out with that same car that you limped across the finish line? And like, oh, by the way, that one's starting in Las Vegas. Ah.
1: Well, if you if you get to go to your backup, then you have the advantage of being fresher than everybody, right? This Other is than true. You have to start
0: in the back. Well, yeah, I was going to say, but you got to start in the back, which is <laughs> not fun yes. for anybody, so, especially. So this that's car
1: car. why when our Machek won last week, they quickly came on the radio and said, "No burnouts, <laughs> save the car," because. Going to need it next week in Las Vegas, which
0: is now this week, of course. Indeed. Yeah, it was funny, though. They did. Like, no burnouts. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't hit the gas pedal. <laughs> Very quick to that. <laughs> Save this engine, because if you don't, then we're screwed. So Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so, And it is nice for the teams. I mean, it's a cost-saving measure as well, because obviously, and if you haven't heard like what it takes to get these cars to the West Coast, right, all these teams are based in North Carolina for the most part drive all the way to the West coast for California. Now you're in Vegas, going to be going to Phoenix. Um, and so yeah, go back and listen to the all things go podcast with, uh, our buddy Derek Yoder. Uh, he's got a uh, guy from Stuart Haas on over there and they do a really good job. They had an episode with the hauler driver from Stuart Haas. Um, a few episodes back. So go back and find that. But he like talks about the whole process, everything it takes. It's not easy to haul these big trucks, all this equipment all the way over there. Then you go to teams like Stuart Haas that had multiple cars wreck out in the Cup Series race. Now they've got to scramble all week to get more stuff. So I'm excited to listen. I haven't heard this week's episode. I think it comes out on Thursdays. Um, but excited to hear what they have to say about how all that is going and what kind of a process that that took and everything. So definitely check those guys out because uh, that's it was very uh, educational to learn everything that goes into getting these cars the West Coast, keeping them in shape and and hopefully taking them back in one piece.
0: Listen, do yourself a favor. I know that you're here for the picks. I know that you're here for the bets. I know that you're here for the gambling aspect of it. But if you really are somebody who wants to understand the entirety of, of what you're actually getting into, because... It's fun to hit bets. It's fun to get in there and to, to bet around. But if you really want to get invested in this, go listen to shows like the All Things Go podcast because they really do get you in that headspace and make you understand why you're placing this bet. Not necessarily that you're placing this bet, but the, the whole entirety of, of what goes into this. And just like Cody said, I mean, you know, they got guys from Stuart Haas, literal guys from Stuart Haas talking to you. His
1: co-host is Brian Murphy. Who's from a body guy at Stuart Haas. That's his, his job is working for Stuart Haas. And he's the co-host with Derek.
0: And it's not just because we love Derek. You know, we do for wholeheartedly love Derek. But I mean, again, we listen to those shows to try to draw insight as well, to bring into this realm for you. So again, if you want to kind of get where we're getting from the source, listen to all things go put it all together here and we'll give you the bets that we that we figure out from it we'll all learn together because we're a big family i mean as as evident by our discord that continues to grow every single day it's just you know this this community's growing and and god damn we love you guys for it
1: yep and i know derek's listening so shout out to him he actually was messaging back and forth with him yesterday he said he laughed his ass off when i mentioned that briscoe was running with bj mcleod all day uh (laughs) in the recap show on monday so definitely go back and check that out but like he said they they bridge the gap between motorsports and gambling so wanted to give them a good plug and and it's real time relevant now with the fact that they are dealing with all this west coast stuff so uh Wanted to, wanted to toss that
0: out there. Hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, all right, so last season in this uh, in this race, actually, so the Osco Uniforms 302 was actually in 2022 in October on the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Uh, this race was two hours, four minutes, and 14 seconds. Three cautions only for 15 laps. That was all there was to it. Margin of victory between Josh Berry and Noah Gragson was 1.125 seconds. 14 lead changes in a 200 lap race. Uh, average speed 145.613. Uh, pull speed was 181.1 or 0.72 rather. Green flag passes there were 1,594 of them, which equaled out to about only 8.6 per green flag. So that was in the October race. Um, and then there was the Alsko Uniforms 300, which was actually the race uh, here in March 5th. That race was two hours and 56 minutes. Uh, There was 11 cautions in that race for 16 laps. The average speed was 102.128 in that race. Pole speed, 184.187. The margin of victory between Ty Gibbs and Noah Gragson. oh, they were under caution. Never mind. So they finished this race under caution. There were 17 lead changes altogether. 2,309 green flag passes, which came out to about 17.1. They were chippy in the spring kind of settled down a little bit in the fall, but uh, that was your your Las Vegas Motor Speedway breakdown from last season. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it, Rob. Me too. Uh, so again, like we said, there's some uh, notable entries in here uh, where we talked about Tyler Reddick, obviously Kyle Busch, um, and then... Who was the other one that you mentioned? I, I know you were. I think,
1: I think that's it, actually. Yeah. I think I was confusing someone else for Tyler Reddick.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's easy to do. Uh, yeah, Tyler Reddick and Kyle Busch, the two cup guys in here. Um, no Ross Chastain in this field, um, but he is obviously racing in the trucks. So, uh, Cody, was there any last-minute news and notes from uh, Vegas that you were wanting to hit on?
1: Oh, I got one fun fun little history fact. We skipped history yesterday because it was a crazy evening, but I got a quick one for you today. March 1st, 2013. Mark Martin won his 56th and final career poll of his cup career. It came 31 years, 7 months, and 19 days after his first poll award. So 31 years, 7 months, 19 days between his first and his 56th poll award. The longest time span in NASCAR history. Uh, Shout out to NASCAR man R on Twitter. He's basically the Twitter NASCAR historian. And I get a lot of my tidbits from him. So, <laughs> but he shared that one today. That is crazy. 31 years. Uh, what a career Mark Martin had, obviously one of, one of the better guys to ever do it. One of up there with Denny Hamlin, that's the best to ever do it and not win the championship. Although he was very close a few times, but, uh, yeah, the thirty-one year gap—that's that's impressive.
0: I could imagine doing anyone for thirty or anything for thirty-one years straight, let alone. I haven't even been gear. alive for thirty-one years yet, Ross. <laughs> uh, yeah, me either. I know, just kidding. I <laughs> this gray hair—that's more than thirty-one years. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. We'll pour one out to Mark Martin in his last one. There uh, love it. So, all right, we got bets to get to. We're gonna get to them yes. right after the break for the Alsco Uniform Three Hundred from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. But first, what else is in Las Vegas? Oh yeah, WinBet. It is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, including Nevada. <laughs> and there's a ton of ways of win, ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, which is also known as the WinBet to build your own bet. March Madness is almost here. Plus, there's plenty of ways to win. Getting down on the NBA, NHL, and the XFL. Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited, of course, to state availability. And if you hit the D Gen's only longest parlay of the week, we're going to give you a $1,000 free credit. Well, we won't. Winbet will. So much choose from. All you got to do. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash so they know that we sent you that. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. The state of play through Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGPN Merch Store continues to add items every single day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to claim all of your favorite NASCAR gambling podcast merchandise. There's coffee mugs. There's hoodies. There's sweaties. There's anything that you could possibly want. Uh, headbands, I don't know, just whatever's over there at the store. I know that I am a hoodie fiend, so my NASCAR gambling hoodie, now that we've got them back on the store, will be on its way along with the coffee mug. Can't wait to sport them. Can't wait to use them. Can't wait to wear them about and have people go, what's the NASCAR gambling podcast? And I can say, well, you know, and tell them exactly what you already know. So go be part of that conversation at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We want to see you in it tag us on twitter too by the way do that
1: there's uh some pretty sweet looking shirts they released today over on the store for Ooh. for march madness got the saint paddy's day theme uh first half unders the leprechaun with the big beard holding the beer holding the basketball and then they have one that says uh over under 17 and a half beers so yeah definitely <sighs> get over there get your march madness <laughs> gear those are I might be having a place in order this evening on those.
0: I feel like in beer bets, you got to take the over just about every single time, Always. right?
1: <laughs> Always.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so Cody, like I said, there's bets to be made, money to be won on this Alsko Uniforms 300 Xfinity race in Las Vegas. Where are we getting started?
1: I am going to jump right to it. Cole Custer. He is plus 180 for a top three. Um, I think that there's going to be an... an I was kind of browsing Cup Series lines earlier as well. I think we're going to see this maybe with Kyle Larson too, but Cole Custer, based on his not great result from last week, is being a little bit disrespected by the books. He was clearly, in my opinion, the fastest car, the best driver in the field last week at Auto Club, and that flat tire, right? He had the restart. It was a flat tire. Ends up hitting the wall. Austin Dillon gets into him, and it just wasn't there after that. Uh, based on the damage that he sustained, I would imagine being that Stuart Haas, as we mentioned before, they're going to get that fixed up. Everything's going to be fine. I don't know how bad the damage was. I don't know that he'll be going to a backup car. Uh, but even if he does, if he starts at the back, I don't care. Cole Custer is going to be one of the best drivers out there. Now, Kyle Bush was not in the field last week. He is in the field this week. Is he probably going to be the best guy out there? Yes. Are his odds ridiculous to win this? Yes, as well. But Cole Custer can finish in the top three. I expect him to be. Possibly 1A, 1B with Kyle Bush as the best two cars in this field. That easily puts him in the top three, in my opinion. At plus 180, this is great, great value. Uh, so I'm going to take that to open it up.
0: I felt bad for Cole Custer. Obviously, I, and I don't ever thought I was going to say those words in my life, but I did. I felt bad for Cole Custer because it was, he did have the fastest car. He just got put in a very bad situation, got squeezed and couldn't come back from it. So I fully, I look, I think he's going to be pissed. I think he's going to come back pretty pissed. He's using the same car, right? It didn't take a whole lot of damage, right? I don't think it took a lot of damage, but I think I don't think enough
1: that it's going to affect him. I think they'll be able to fix it up and he should be able to still roll with that.
0: Yeah, so I definitely agree with you on the fact that, uh, Cole Custer is going to do good things in this as well. Um, all right, well then I'm going to go ahead and give out one of my favorite bets here. And that's, uh, Tyler Reddick as a top three car, um, in this race. We talked a lot about the fact that in the uh, cup series, he's in a new situation, right? Well, okay. He's in a new situation, um, as well here, but, Las Vegas has actually been a pretty good track for him. Um, he does have a Cup Series win in this in 2019. Uh, he did win after finishing or starting in the fourth position. Um, so, Xfinity Series win. I'm sorry, a NASCAR Cup Series win. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rod, get your series straight. Um, but he does have a Cup Series win here. But he does have an Xfinity Series win as well. He won in 2019, uh, starting there. Yeah, Jesus H. Rod, what do you you click on the right thing only to read the wrong stat?
1: It happens to the best of us, Rob. I'm don't telling
0: worry. you right now, I am I'm, I'm, I know where I'm clicking. I just don't know where I'm clicking, obviously. Uh, but he does have a win. Uh, but in the Cup Series, he has been successful here as well. In fact, he's riding three top ten finishes, three straight top ten finishes. He started on the pole last season in 2022 uh, before finishing in sixth place. But he had a sixth place, seventh place, sixth place finish in the Cup Series here. Uh, again, in this field, it's going to be tough. We, we've definitely seen that not every Cup driver can come down and dominate in the lower series. Um, the the talent has tightened up, but you no longer have Ty Gibbs. You no longer have uh, Noah Gragson to contend with. So I, I feel like um, Tyler Reddick has a lot to prove even from last week in his Cup Series race. So I think he wants to come down and, and play a little bit with these, uh, with these guys down here and show them what actual Cup racing is all about.
1: He's got four points two, through two events in the Cup Series. It's been a rough rough start to the new ride for Tyler Reddick. Um, man, this is a tough one. It is plus 250, so there is that upside on it. And he's one of the top three talented drivers in the field, obviously. It's Kyle Busch and Tyler Reddick. Those are, are the top two. I still don't fully trust that Sam Hunt equipment. He did get caught up in it early last week, so he didn't get a full race to see where he maybe would have been able to place um, and so for the talent at plus 250, I like it there. I'm going to go back back to the, the same well I was at last week. Riley Herbst, a top five finish at plus 600. He was so close to cashing this at similar odds last week for us. He ended up finishing seventh place. But he proved to me last week throughout the race that he can hang around. He can be up there. He finished fifth in stage one last week, ninth in stage two. Um, he... Uh, I wish that we could get top 10 odds in the Xfinity series. I, Because if, if you could get top 10 on him and if you find a top 10 later in the week, if it comes available, uh, sort of not a ton of options out there. Really only one book giving us more than just the winners at this point. Um, But if top 10s become available on Herps later in the week, I would love to grab that. Anything plus odds, maybe even a little bit in the, you know, minus 120. I probably wouldn't go much more than that, but I would love a top 10 for him. But, Top five, he proved to us last week he can hang around, he can be up there. I expect Cole Custer to have one of the best cars in the field. Again, I think that that's going to continue to help Riley Herbst perform better as well, having that teammate to lean on, having all of that there. So Riley Herbst, Las Vegas native as well. He's coming back home. Going to try and put put on a show for the home fans. Doesn't have the best track history here. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. It's been okay, but not the greatest finishes. So maybe this is where he gets over the hump. Again, Auto Club last week, he performed well. Same car. It's going to be the the same car, the same engine. And it's a very similar track as far as intermediate style, higher on the tire wear. It's not quite as tire wear heavy as Auto Club. That's probably the most tire wear on the series, maybe other than Darlington. But um, but. It's, it's very comparable, and so I think Riley Herbst can hang around in the top 10 for sure, and I think a top five is possible, and at 6-1, to one, that's worth making the bet for me.
0: I, I just, like I said last week, I feel like he got screwed out of a good finish. He just, he had the car, and he just made the wrong move at the end of the race to actually keep himself where he was at, and I just, like I said, I feel like he sort of out-thought himself. Maybe he was surprised that he was in the front as well and was like, oh, man. He's well, like, oh,
1: I'm getting too close to the lead. I better back
0: up. <laughs> I, <the lead." laughs> I, better, I better choose the wrong line here and follow the wrong person uh, to get there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on this one. In fact, I'm with you so much uh, that I don't necessarily think he needs to get too far ahead uh, to cash this next head-to-head that I actually have. He's pitted up against uh, Parker Kligerman. And I know Kligerman's your guy. I absolutely know Kligerman's your guy. Uh, but Las Vegas has not been his track. Uh in two Xfinity races that he's been in, he's finished 35th and 30th in 2010 and 2013. It's been a long time. Been what? 10 years since this guy's been on this track and I I just again, you're asking a lot of a guy to to come back to a series and perform well. I know he's in a different ride altogether. I know he's in that 48 car this year. I know it's much better equipment than than he's probably been in before. Uh, but again, it's been 10 years since he's been on this track, whereas Riley Herbs has taken this track as early as last year in both of those races. And in fact, both of those races, he finished in 14th and in 18th position, like you said, not stellar, not the most glaringest of all stats. In fact, two races before that in 2021, he finished in 40th and he finished in 32nd. He crashed out of both of those races. But before that, he had a 12th place finish in 2020, uh, a ninth place finish in 2020, and then a ninth place finish in his first outing here in 2019. So... Uh, if I'm going to take the guy that's been on this track for the last three years versus the guy that hasn't touched this track in 10, 10 years, I'm going to go ahead and take Riley Herbs to finish over uh, Parker Clickerman, And this is at minus 115. It's not the most sexiest of bets at all, but I, I definitely like this. Um, just like I said, from the sheer standpoint of t- a couple of times that Clickerman has been on this track, it hasn't been kind to him at all. So uh, I like Herbst on, in, in this side.
1: I gave this one a look, Rod. I did, because I was going to lean this way as well. Talked myself out of it. Kligerman impressed me last week. Kind of the first real taste test we got of him in this big machine car. We'll see how it holds up a second week on all the equipment and everything, and we'll have to see. Now, Herps did beat him last week, so I think that Kligerman can have a good performance, and Herps can still beat him. And again, as we've talked about with Riley Herps so many times, he's not going to win you the race very often, but he can consistently get those solid finishes, and that's what you're looking for here. Next up for me, I'm going to test the branch here a little bit. I'm going to go out on the limb just a little bit, Rod. I love to fade Daniel Hemrick, and I can't help myself, but do it. I'm going to take Sheldon Creed over Daniel Hemrick. This is minus 150, and talent-wise, car-wise, everything, minus 150 makes 100%. The argument you can make against Sheldon Creed He's not always great at getting the equipment to the end, right? We talked about it so much last year, but he continues to prove every time he's on the track, including last week, he is really freaking fast. He's really freaking good, and the result wasn't there again. He finished sixth sixth in stage one, eighth in stage two, but then we saw him, now he was in the top ten, I think, on that last restart, didn't have any tires left. I said it in the Discord, he's going to drop like a rock as soon as they drop the green flag. Not much you can do when you have old tires, so I'm not going to blame him too much for the not great finish there. Daniel Hemrick finished in 12th last week. He's probably going to finish in 12th this week. He's probably going to finish in 12th the next week, and the next week, and the next week. And he's always just going to be in 12th because he doesn't know any different than being right in that area, right? Um, But to me, talent-wise, equipment-wise, this isn't even close. Creed is the much better driver in the much better car long as you can get to the finish, this should be an easy cash. Of course, that's the biggest risk you're taking is, can Creed take care of it and get it to the end? But I believe that he can. I believe we're going to see a good performance out of Creed. Uh, not going to take him as my long shot this week, although uh, I have no problem taking him as a long shot any week, each and every week. Uh, but I do like Sheldon Creed in this matchup
0: it's just, I love my favorite Canadian from California. I'd really do. Uh, and, and just, I want him to, I want him to finish a race and I want him to finish it like, well, so I will hope that this cashes as well, but I will 33 just read to one too. So I know and it's off cr- the to sprinkle out there, fantastic odds for that. So I'm, I want to, I want to go with you on that one. I, I just want it so badly for him. Um, so we'll see. Go Sheldon Creed. I'll be, I'll go for the number two car. Uh, at the very least. Uh, all right. My next bet. I skipped over this one because I wanted to get to the Riley Herbst bet uh, just to kind of piggyback off of your top five. Uh, but uh, I think Justin Allgaier is going to be a top five car. And why do I say that? Well, his average finish is sixth place on this track as an Xfinity driver. He's been in six races. He's had four top five finishes, uh, five top tens in this uh, on this track. You know, are just fantastic here. In the last couple or three races that he's been on this track, a third-place car, a fifth-place car, and a second-place car uh, in the last three races. Fourteenth-place finish in the spring of 2021, but he had a fourth-place finish in 2020, um, an eighth-place finish in 2020, but a fifth-place finish in 2019. A string of three top-five finishes from 2017 to 2018. Um, the dude just hangs around. Uh, that was only the last five uh, t- t- starts in 17 starts, he's had nine top five finishes overall. His average finish is seventh. So, Justin Allgaier, a perennial top five car on this track, you're getting him at plus 105, which is again, I mean, it's not glaringly super odds, but it's plus money for a guy that finishes inside the top five most of the times he's on this track. So, I will take that and run with it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Totally agree with you. Uh, it's never a bad thing to bet on Justin Allgaier. He's a guy who made a lot of money betting on last season. Uh, proved it last week. He ended up finishing in third place there at the end. Uh, hung around all day. wasn't didn't, hadn't quite made it up there in stage one, but sixth in stage two, third day in the race. He's good each week, every week. We expect him to be one of the top two, three regulars in this in this series all season. Uh, so a top five, and you're getting a plus money. Sounds like a hell of a deal to me. Not going to argue. We might argue on this next one, but I've got Cole Custer over Josh Berry, nothing against Josh Berry. I know he's won here before, but this is Cole Custer and I would take him against anybody head to head except probably Kyle Busch because I think he is the best car out here other than Kyle Busch and the best driver in the Xfinity series. I brought it up in the discord again this week to, to Pauly's dismay, but Cole Custer is such a great driver in the Xfinity series. You got to put that little asterisk on there, but this is his series. He can be good here. He's going to be good here. Uh, I have no problem laying the minus 140 here. Obviously, Barry won this head-to-head last week because of the Custer incident, but uh, Custer was outrunning Barry all-race. Custer did win both stages last week. I I neglected to mention that earlier. Uh, Barry was not even anywhere to be found in either stage, top tens anyways, Uh, and then he did end up getting the good finish in fifth there at the end. But Cole Custer, to me, outran Barry the whole time he was out there until the tire incident, and I don't think that this is really even that close. Uh, and honestly, I'm going to take Custer in any head-to-head, and anyone except probably Kyle Busch, just because it's Kyle Busch. But... Uh, <laughs>
0: Well, okay, so I know I know you're waiting for for me to jump right in on that one, but here's the thing. So, and I'll make my case later for for Barry, obviously, but for Cole Custer, I mean, look, you're gonna get no argument from me out of, out of everything you said as far as him being the best driver on the track, for him being the most dominant on the track. But we also made that case for him in the last couple of races, and he hasn't necessarily come out and won those races. So, uh, and, and and for him to just all he's got to do is finish better than Barry, I get that. Could there be, in my opinion, maybe a a, I don't want to say a readjustment period, right? for him to get back. We thought he was going to come back and absolutely dominate and crush. And so far, we've seen a dominant car, but it's about the finish. It's about the finish overall, right? And so really, until I see the finish, I may not fully jump into that Cole Custer train. I get it on all of the metrics. I really do. I honestly do. But as we've seen so many times over in the course of our time, watching any racing whatsoever, the metrics can tell you everything you need to know about a driver, but they can't tell you everything you need to know about the race. So I want to see it happen in a race before I 100% buy it. Do I think he's going to be good? Yeah. Do I think he's going to be one of the best cars on the track? Yeah. Well, we got to see it all the way to the end.
1: Yeah. My only argument to that would be it was a, Tired, and there was not really much you could do about that so but you are correct and we haven't seen the finish yet but i think we're gonna see it this week so i'll put my money in there
0: i think you should as a matter of fact uh because it's all about hedging in this world as well and you will hedge on that later so i will hedge on. on that later in fact uh and and i'll hedge pretty nicely on that one later but i will introduce this one to you next and that is brandon jones over sammy smith I'm a little confused as Brandon Jones is the uh, underdog in this at minus 105. Sammy Smith is actually juiced a little more. Sammy Smith has never taken this track as an Xfinity Series driver. Um, Young man, absolutely young, young man, still not necessarily (laughs) mature in his racing ways. Whereas Brandon Jones has run on this track since 2016. He's made 12 overall starts on this track. He's got two top five finishes, nine top 10 finishes. In fact, All four of his last four starts on this track, and in fact, five out of his last six have been top ten finishes. Six of his last seven have been top ten finishes. He's had two third-place finishes in that span as well. Brandon Jones gets around this track very nicely, thank you very much. Since 2020, uh, the spring of 2020, he's had seven and a half half place is his average finish in six races. Um, His driver rating in this, if you're interested in that, 102.2. Not a bad little driver rating for uh, Brandon Jones. But again, Sammy Smith, we, we know him. We love him. We love to root for him because he's a very young man in this sport. But uh, again, with a guy like Brandon Jones, I'm going to go ahead and take him over a guy that's run 11 total uh, Xfinity Series races. And, and again, he's done well. He had three top 10 finishes and one top five last season. Um, but you look down the stretch for him and he had a 14th place finish at Bristol, 18th place at Martinsville, 10th place at Phoenix, um, Kansas, a comparable track. He had an eighth place finish. Uh, so a a good day for him there. But like I said, uh, just love Brandon Jones more in this situation. And I think at minus one Oh five, that's pretty good, pretty good juice for you to be able to take him over Sammy Smith.
1: Yeah, this is probably the first bet that just missed the cut on making it onto my card. I love me some Brandon Jones. A little bit burned by him last week, not completely his fault. Obviously, he got spun out, tore the splitter apart. But I have huge expectations for Brandon Jones this year. Sammy Smith was very, very fast last race, so you got to give him that. His teammate wins the race, of course. But like you said, we have to see the finish get there. I think Sammy Smith has a very bright future. Toyota's heavily invested in him. He's been a very good driver coming up through the ranks. But until we see the solid results week in and week out, probably going to be a guy that's pretty easy to continue to fade. Uh, so I fully back you on this bet. I would have if, it, if
0: it, one more bet and I would have had this one in my card. <laughs> nice. Well, then fine. We'll have to extend it out to one more bet for next year or next, uh, next race rather.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Uh, next up for me again, we bet on him yesterday in the truck series going back to the well here. John hernie check a top five, another one, This is a top five of plus money. Doesn't make a ton of sense to me. He's plus 105 to score a top five finish. Um, You go to the odds board. You got Kyle Busch at the top, right? He's two to one. Then it's Allgaier. John Ernemicek is the next favorite on the list. Um, And I think that's for good reason. He was fast last week. Ends up getting the win at Auto Club. Again, a somewhat comparable track to this week at Vegas. Um, We talked about in the truck series, he's been very good here in the past beat Kyle Busch a couple seasons ago, head-to-head in the Truck Series. Um, And so I think for him to just finish in the top five, again, you don't need him to win. It's not even top three. It's top five. Even if Kyle Busch gets up there, even if uh, Cole Custer's in the top five, you throw in a guy like Justin Allgaier, you still have two more spots on there. Hopefully one of those is Riley Herbst, of course. Uh, But I think that John Hunter Nemechek at plus 105 for a top five, there's some really good value on the board. As far as top fives and top tens that I've seen, not top tens in Xfinity because we don't have those yet, but for the Cup Series side of things, even uh in top fives and top tens. So I have a feeling that's gonna be con- something we continue to hammer on this week as we go through the week because there's seems to be really good value here. And I think at plus money, uh, this is a no brainer for me on John Hunter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, we talked about in the truck series, and we don't really want to root. I don't know why we don't want to root for John <laughs> Jack, I don't know.
1: Why is it that way? Sometimes there's just there's certain players you just don't like, and there's not even any reason for it. Like, he seems like a good dude. He's a dad, you know, all that. It's just... I don't know. I've never been a big John
0: Hunter fan. I would have a beer with him if he drank beer. I don't know if he drinks beer, but I, I would I would sit down and have a conversation with John Hunter Nemechek uh, if presented the opportunity. I want him to be able to change my mind on why I can't necessarily root for the guy. I just don't know. John, why, but, John?
1: Hey, that's a, that's even more of a reason for you to believe in us betting on him because— We're not putting him in here just because we like the guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not even a little. Uh, Speaking of not wanting to root for guys, my next next bet sort of rooted in that same sort of mentality. And I've got Sam Mayer. I'm willing to even throw minus 140 on him to beat uh, Austin Hill yes, he won the Daytona 500. Yes, he finished well last week at Fontana. But damn it, his luck has got to run out at some point, right? I mean, this is a guy that has not historically done well in Las Vegas. He did have a sixth-place finish in 2022 last season. Not bad, Uh, but he started eighth in that. He led two laps. But before that, a a 31st-place finish in the spring in this race last year crashed out. He led 13 laps, which is why... I think people are, are wanting to ride him, uh, but he had a 17th place finish before that. So um, I just again, I'm not I'm not completely sold on him. Whereas Sam Mayer, Junior Motorsports Equipment, we know that they are the class of the field, and in fact, in the um, in the March race here last time, Junior Motorsports had three of the top five cars in Noah Gragson, in Josh Berry, in Josh uh, Justin Allgaier. So we know those cars are going to be inside the top five. Hill has to get inside the top five, in my opinion, to get into Sam Mayer territory because we also know that Sam Mayer uh, ran very well last week as well. So I'm telling you right now, I just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Mayer. I really am uh, this race. And I just, at some point, right, Sam Mayer finished second in this race. Austin Hill finished sixth. So uh, can a repeat performance happen this week Yeah, my money's on it. Minus 140 even. I think this is a winning bet, and you're not going to pay the juice because you're not going to lose.
1: There you go. I love the confidence. I am going to have an argument for Austin Hiller in a few, but it's more of a numbers-based thing rather than necessarily him being the better driver. Sam Mayer, we talked about it in the recap show, has absolutely freaking impressed. He's come out of the gate just flying literally in the in the Daytona race he was flying upside down but no he's he's very much impressed and and caught our attention quickly so I yeah I don't disagree with this one as well (sighs)
0: beautiful I love it when Cody agrees with me because it validates my entire existence it's just it's just so nice to be uh to be on the side of of Cody Z because uh, (laughs) normally you're winning in cash and tickets if that's the case and we'll hedge with this one a little bit too anyway so <laughs> all works out. What what is it this week? We're all about hedging this week. I don't is it me? Am I bad influence? We're it, not The numbers just got to, you know, sometimes it works out in in your favor. I was like I don't think you're supposed to hedge. You're supposed to be confident 100% but yeah. whatevs. Uh, We're here to win money, Rod. <laughs> we are here to win money. And hopefully the winners this week will win you a little bit of money. We'll get to those on the other side of the break. Hang with us. We'll tell you who we think we're gonna is going to win the All uni, Osco Uniform 300. Words are hard, guys. But let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA. You want some NHL? How about some PGA? Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. So go ahead over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Hey, also want to give a big thanks to those of you who are watching on YouTube each and every day. Make sure you, as the kids say, smash that subscribe button and, of course, like this video on YouTube. Keep the algorithms going. Keep the bosses happy. Keep us on the air. Thank you very much. Let's get to some winners, shall we? People are going to win this race.
1: Yeah, make sure you smash that bell because we do have some live shows planned and it was fun interacting. Last week we had a live show People chatting in, in and, and getting their questions in. And yeah, we'll be interactive. So definitely smash that. Winners, I claimed him yesterday on the truck show as soon as I saw his odds. Cole Custer, seven to one. Are you kidding me? Now I get it. Kyle Bush is in this race. Kyle Bush is at plus 180 to win this race. Again, if you want to bet Kyle Bush at plus 180, nobody blames you. If he comes out and leads every single lap in this race, Laps the field by 47 times like Richard Petty used to do. Nobody's going to be surprised. He's likely going to be the best car. He's likely going to be the best driver. But that doesn't always work out. We saw it last week with Cole Custer. We saw it last week with Kyle Larson. Countless examples. So we're both going to avoid that a little bit. And Cole Custer at 7-1 to one I think is incredible value. Again, I think he was the best car last week and the best driver. He won both stages, led a ton of laps in that race. The flat tire late is what cost him. I think he can get it done at 7-1. to I don't know that you're going to see 7-1 to on Cole Custer very many times this season. Once he starts winning, the books are scared to give us an over-under on his win totals. They still have win totals up for Xfinity. They still don't have Cole Custer because he's going to win so many races they don't even want a handicap him. I'm telling you, he's going to win a lot of races. Get him at 7-1 now because later in the season, he's going to be priced where Kyle Busch is, I have a feeling. Once he really gets rolling. So he is my first bet. My second bet, my long shot, I just couldn't pass up on this. Austin Hill is 22 to 1 to win this race, Rod. I know his track history is not great. I know he wins at places like Daytona and Atlanta more than anything, the super speedways, but he proved it to us last week with his sixth place finish at uh, Auto Club. He was second in stage one, fell out of the top 10 in stage two, but comes back, finishes sixth in in the stage three final, in the race, the final, right? Um, But he's proven, and we saw it with Sheldon Creed, right? Sheldon Creed was up there leading laps and fast. These RCR cars have speed. They can get it done. Yes, Kyle Busch is going to be racing a colleague car in the Xfinity series, but they now have Kyle Busch in the RCR shop. You don't think that some of his knowledge is going to bleed over into those drivers? You don't think he's maybe helping those drivers even, maybe not as much this week because he's going to be competing against them, but they're still his teammates on the RCR team. That's going to continue to help them. I I like both of these guys. I still think that taking Sam Mayer over him is just fine because I think Mayer's still in the better car and has shown us so far that he's got the better finish, at least in the one race that really is not a shit show. But... Um, but at twenty two to one, I can't pass this up as a long shot for Austin Hill. Uh, for a guy that that has proven, right? He won the first race, a plate race, finished tops or finished sixth in the second race, hung around all day. They've proven they have fast cars, way too much value at twenty two to one, so
0: he's gonna be my long shot for the week and again, you really can't get any, I mean, you can get argument out of me, but it probably wouldn't make much sense. And just you're right. The, these two have proven to be basically the class of the field. I mean, you know, bad luck has, has bit both of them uh, at, at certain points over the last couple of races, so it's it would not be out of the realm of possibility for either one of these guys to take it home. Cole Custer probably, like, you know, I've, the odds suggest maybe the one to do it more, and I get why there's a longer shot on Hill, uh, but still not even really that long of a shot on him at 22-1. to one. It's just, yeah, I get it. I understand. I understand. But I also understand that uh, Josh Berry is a man among men on this track. His average finish since February of 2020 is 3.3 in those four races since he has got three top fives in that span, four top tens in that span, and oh, yes, two wins as well. Uh, he won the 2021 fall race here, and then he run the he won the 2022 uh, fall race. He has yet to win a spring race, but in those two races, uh, look, he hasn't finished worse than seventh. Uh, on this track in the Xfinity Series, right? He's got two wins, a fourth place finish, and a seventh place finish. That is domination if ever there is domination. You look at Kansas, a comparable track to this as well. Uh, last season, he finished seventh on this track as well, which means he was running around the top. I just feel like now that guys like Briscoe, Gragson, um, you know Gibbs, all those guys are gone from this track. This is his track to win. This is his opportunity to come back and win a spring race here. Like I said, I know he does well in the fall, but this is his opportunity to put a spring race down. He's 7-1 to one, uh, to to win this race. And again, I, I like those odds for him, especially when you've got a guy like the public money is going to be all over Kyle Busch this, this weekend. You You know it because everybody knows it's Vegas, everybody knows it's Kyle Busch, and like we said, we're not telling you, of course, go back and listen to the F1 gambling podcast, because we kind of said the same thing when it comes to Max Max Verstappen. We're not telling you don't put money on the guy, because obviously there's a reason why he's that much of a favorite. There's a reason why the public money is going to be on a guy like Kyle Busch, but we're also telling you that there's a possibility that Kyle Busch doesn't win this race, and if he doesn't, I think Josh Berry is actually in a much better position than several of the other drivers out there to do exactly that. Maybe a chalky play, may not be the sexiest odds in the world, but he's the same odds as Cole Custer to win this race uh, in some books. So, again, if you're going to sprinkle something, I would go a little bit on Josh Berry to, to hedge on a lot of the stuff that, uh, that's out there already.
1: I like it. You almost convinced me to to bet on Josh Berry, Rod.
0: Damn it. So I didn't do my job I all the way, did I?
1: I don't I just uh, I don't know. I holding like you back? What is guy. stopping you, Cody? I don't let's, I don't know. Again, he's just he's one of these guys. I, I don't know. I wasn't super impressed last week. I know we got an okay finish, but he wasn't really up there all day. I don't know. I but know we he can do thing. it. We talked We talked in the offseason, right? He's supposed to be one of the big 3. It's It's Custer, it's Allgaier, it's Berry. So I should be on board. I just I'm not yet.
0: Yeah, I, I know and I get it. I get the disheartment over watching that eight car not perform the way it was supposed to uh, in the last race. But sometimes all it takes is for you to get in comfortable surroundings. Sometimes it just gets those couple of jitters to get out and you're on a you're on a track that you've won twice out of the last four times that you set foot in. I'm just That's, saying. It's pretty solid. It's pretty saying. solid. All right. <laughs> Enough. If I've, I've, I haven't convinced Cody yet, I may not have convinced you, but I've convinced yeah. myself, and that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters, right? I'm wrong uh, every once in a while. Nah, you're right more than I'm right. So I think I think everybody that listens to this show knows exactly that case. So, uh, all right. Get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over the bets for the Alsco Uniform 300. My pen and paper. Get out Cody's pen and paper. What, yeah, you could actually see that now if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> uh, get out your pen and paper. I'm writing them all down. Well, I'm not. You are. Cody started you out with Cole Custer as a top three car at plus one eighty. I followed it up with Josh Redd or Josh Reddick, Tyler Reddick as a top three car. Rod's really got Josh Berry on the mind now. <laughs> All I'm saying, when you talk as much as we do, you are bound to not say the right thing several times in your life. You can keep a running tally of all the things I get wrong. In fact, drink every time I get something wrong. You won't make it through an episode. Tyler Reddick. half, shots, half <laughs> shots. Top 3 car. <laughs> Where Sports Fan 365. I want to find that guy. Uh, or Sprint Cup fan rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyler Reddick, top 3 car, plus 250. Cody followed it up with Riley Herbst as the top 5 car. We've set the top 5 basically is what we've done. Uh yeah. <laughs> at plus 600, I said Justin Allgaier was going to be a top 5 car at plus 105. Uh, Cody followed it up with uh, Sheldon Creed over Daniel Hemrick at minus 150. I said Riley Herbst was going to finish over Parker Klickerman at minus 115. Cody said that Cole Custer was going to finish over Josh Berry at minus 140. I said Brandon Jones was going to finish over Sammy Smith at minus 105. Uh, And then Cody said John Hunter Nemechek is going to round out the top five at plus 105. I said uh, Sam Mayer is going to finish over Austin Hill at minus 140. And then Cody gave you Cole Custer to win at seven to one, and Austin Hill at twenty two to one. Where I'm giving you the chalky play of Josh Berry at plus seven hundred. If it's not Kyle Busch, who everybody's probably going to bet on anyways, we're not stopping you from doing it, but we don't like the value.
1: I did. Uh, I did want to point out because we d- you didn't put it on your card because probably for obvious reasons, but the there's the winning card number bet, and it's at ten and a half. It's minus 240 on the under. That's why Kyle Bush, Cole Custer, Justin Allgaier, Josh, Josh Berry. It is loaded under 10 and a half. Shall Plus agree. 175 if you want to toss some on the over in case. But boy, it's uh, very heavily loaded in the low numbers. I thought that was uh, interesting how how lopsided it seemed to be at, at such a small number too. 10 and a, I mean, a lot of times in the
0: Cup Series we see like 12 and a half or something like that. But.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought I'd I know. that out there.
0: Where, where do you think my mouse went first? I, I literally <laughs> yeah. went to 12. That's, that's what, Rod. Uh,
1: Rod. When it comes to the F one, he goes straight to the pit stop uh, bets, and then when it comes to the NASCAR
0: side, he goes with the numbers, but uh, a little bit lopsided this time. My <laughs> first pit was that one, and I was like, "Oh man, mine is minus two. F- no, thank you. We'll just go yeah, ahead." And, yeah. yeah. If you want to <laughs> sprinkle it, I don't. I mean, Riley Herps is up there. You know, well, I pay the juice if you lose. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of juice. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well. That is, uh, that is well and truly the uh, all Uniform 300, and we uh, have, have covered all the bets for you as well. So want to thank you for joining us, Cody. Before we head on out of here, uh, why don't you let everybody who's listening and all the folks out there on the YouTube channel know where they can find you on social media.
1: Yep, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Like we said, we just brought that back. Even if you're not into F1, I think we make it fun. It's We're not super F1 geeks. We're still NASCAR guys just doing some F1. Had a lot of success last year. There's a lot of fun different ways to bet on it, and even some that are similar to NASCAR, right? You got some head-to-heads, but you do have things like fastest pit stop, podium finishes, some other stuff over there. That's, I guess you can bet top three in NASCAR, but it's cooler when you say podium and F1. So go check it out. We have a lot of fun on that one as well. Uh, So give that a download. And then follow the show as well. At NASCAR Gambling, make sure you hit the bell so you get notified when we're going live on YouTube. Uh, I know we got we got some live stuff coming up here soon.
0: Sure do. So much fun, guys. So much racing to talk about. Yeah, we don't have a British accent, but um, Cody and I are working on it. We're, we're, we've downloaded the Babel app to to have foreign speakers t- uh, teach us how to how to say uh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I have a British phrase. You guys have already tuned out by now, so who cares? Uh, catch me and follow me on twitter at rjv gomez link in the bio to everything i got going on whether it's here whether it's sportsbook review whether it's in between media back road every thursday having some fun with those guys uh with elliott and and company so have some fun with us we'll be back tomorrow cup series betting galore Till next time let's go racing and let it ride